welcome to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for Chemist Warehouse. This Father's Day, shop the biggest range of fragrances at the lowest prices at Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Hello, podcasters. You're in for a real treat today. We've got some text back on a couple of things we talked about involving drinking and rooting. Mm. Drinking first. Donna from Morayfield. It concerns you, uh, Margot. Hi, oh. guys. Just wondering, my company Hemp Shack, as in hemp as in... Hemp has a drink called Hangover Helper, and I'd like to know how we could get some to Margot Parker to test out as she seems to enjoy a drink or two. Mm. You're developing a reputation. Just responsibly, a drink or two, of course, yeah, only. On, ever. The... I've seen the size of your drink that you're having one or two of. Can you just hold that up now to Marto? How big is that, Marto? That is a full gallon, nearly four litres. Just one or two. That's uh, alcohol in there, isn't it? <laughs> You were telling us you're, how. You, what's the plate works for Nova that you used to drink? I tried to fill it up with water to get rid of the uh, margarita smell, but it seems to be lingering. No, what's the plate that you used to drink Lutzi, at work? That's and he still does drink. No, not Lutzi, the other one. And you mm. have told us you've measured out the four litres. You said it goes one, one litre well, of alcohol. Well, I bought this for that two. reason. <laughs> one litre of tequila, three litres of margarita mix, and it makes the perfect margarita. And you just, every now and then... Give it a shake. I got, I got a smaller one. Take the lid off, and then I've got my little uh, wine tumbler that says this is most definitely a margarita engraved on it, and and I pour my margarita. I did that with an espresso martini on the weekend because I didn't have my Nutribullet. (laughs) And you pour them. Girls honestly think you're like a magician. They just think you're magic. Do you use the mix that I gave you? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, I did on the weekend. How was it? Did you end up getting in the vodka to go with it? Yeah, you were here when it happened. Yeah, I was just double checking. Yeah, but I've run out of that. Double checking your own memory. (laughs) Yes. I have them all the time. People say that makes them go insane. Well, it does. Espresso martinis. Because they're normally $90. Do you use decaf? Hey? Do you use decaf decaf coffee? No, I don't use coffee. I use all the mixes. All these mixes you can buy. It's got caffeine in it. Yeah. Because I use a shot of coffee. Yeah. Kahlua, yeah. vodka, three equal parts, yeah, but I shake use the, the shit out of thing. it over a heap of ice. I use the commercially produced coffee stuff. Oh, like the a mixer they have, yeah, then okay. Kahlua, and yeah, good Lego. I Lego, use proper I coffee. Well, we should, have an, we should have an espresso off. I'll well. drink him. I'll judge. Yeah, you can be blindfolded. The judge. I'll yeah. get blind behind the blindfold. Blindfold. <laughs> Give them to me, and I'll okay. I will be objective. Let's do it on a Friday. I'll need yeah. a couple from each of you, and I mean, then we'll get Ash to drive you home. I think he's sober these days. Stop. He is. He's doing well. He sends oh, his that's regards. Nice. Podcast. You should have a listen to it. It might help actually. Well, help with what? What's the expert on? It's called. Oh. Isn't it called addict? Or? Well, I thought you meant his espresso martini mixology course. <laughs> you were going to get. But I just figured he'd have. Didn't he leave all the vodka bottles in the toilet system? No, Is there know. any spare ones? I don't know. I'm not Is sure. that someone else? No, know. that was Lutzi. Might have been a Forex okay. keg in the toilet at one mm. stage. And then, not sure we should be highlighting other people's flaws while we're flawed ourselves. Oh, oh I don't mind. My, my nickname's oh, the Rum Lord. <laughs> Do you think I care? Because <laughs> I am the yeah, Rum Lord. You're not hiding it from anybody. That's not, that's, no, not that's right. Well, I haven't checked, <laughs> this, this, I haven't checked the cistern in here at Triple M. <laughs> There's no time to put it in the cistern, mate. You've got to drink it. There was a polar bear in the toilet before. He's looking for his drinking buddy. He was from Bundaberg. That's my best friend. And people like to gift you lots of rum. People just keep on handing you. Go to pub, people just go, there you go, rum lord. I'm going, well, clearly, I'm drinking a gold. I have to drive. Yeah. What do, What am I going to do with the rum? Oh, I drink it. And then they're up me. Then they want to fight because you're not drinking their rum. You've well, got to drink rum. your rum. Next thing you know, you can't drive. And f*** off. Yeah, mm. that's what I should be. <laughs> when I was in grade, you know, a, well, not grade, like when seven. I was a drinker, when we were 18, the boy, a lot of the boys used to drink rum and they used to fight. It's yeah. known for. Not for me. Producing the appetite of a fighter. Sugar cane champagne. You mm. get all hopped up on the Black sugar. Champagne. Oh, yeah. fighty, fighty. Yeah, not for me, though. 
excuse you me. Just old, that's the weed, I think, that counteracts the rum. Dan from Caboolture, <laughs> yeah, so right? I said drinking and rooting. Dan wants to talk Yeah, rooting. yeah, yeah. For me, it's the opposite. Oh, because you've got a horny dog husband. He's always chasing you around. That's Margot, not me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, my, my husband is well under control. Dan says, for me, it's the office, opposite. It's the wife always hounding me. Oh, good on her. We've been married for 13 years, have two kids. She thinks I'm... Must have performed some sort of magic on her or something. LOL. She's just a hornbag. Little old lady. Do you know what the thing is? Is It's not that I'm not a hornbag. It's timing for me at the moment. You know, like kids in the house, we're busy. I I get up early in the morning and I'm an early morning kind of sexual creature. Mm. I like having sex in the morning. Mm. I'm not there in the morning. Mm. And then late at night when Corey wants to throw the leg over at 9, 9.30, I'm like the kids are still not asleep yet and I've got to get up Why in six don't we hours. send his wife over to see your husband? Two birds, oh, one stone. I did get propositioned on the weekend. Some lady um, offered lady. Um, the boat that I was on. She said, oh, my God, I'd just love to have sex with Corey once. And I said, well, it would take it off my hands for the week. So How much? How much? Sure yeah, what, what would you pimp him out at if he did an OnlyFans <laughs> sort of service, came around to your house? I'm not sure he would have been happy with the oh, pimping this, out. Status, yeah. Have you got a photo of her? Tell him I'll step no, in. Just look at her. <laughs> Step up to the plate. No, yeah. Wouldn't you be disappointed? You, you thought Corey out of your. Oh, just made myself laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> imagine <laughs> you you booked in Corey and I turn up. Oh, jeez. Well, this would be your reaction here. Oh, f- me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when I take my shirt off? <laughs> All right. Well, I won't charge her then. You give her a freebie first up. You might have to pay her. This has just now become a professional she has to pay you. hookup for you. <laughs> Oh, oh, let's who was that? Dan. Dan. I don't think we'd help that. No. Dan. As usual, we've made things worse. No, I think he was just trying to be funny. She thinks I must have performed some kind of magic. He's saying that he is, like, hot as shit. And his yeah. wife's no, still got her bullshit. hot You know what he's saying there? I've got an enormous cock. That's yes. what he's saying. Well, he might. Mm. Good on because, him. Because, as they say, it's not the size of the wand, it's the magician who waves it. That's exactly Somebody right. Somebody stop this. It's not yeah, the okay. size of the boat, Marto. It's the motion, motion in the, the ocean. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Anyone want to do one more before we go? Yeah, that's my nickname for the same reason. They call me the sewing needle. Because it's not the, it's it's not the, the, it's the, it's the speed. Oh. Some guys get called the jackhammer. Is it the speed? Are or? you a jackhammer? No, I'm the sewing needle. Can you do zigzags? Kicking in. I'm the sewing Can you do zigzags and zippers and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. I'll cross stitch you. Right <laughs> oh, can you do my name in sperm? <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> okay. Now, okay, okay. I tried okay. to stop it before. Somebody stop this. Call me Janome, mate. Hey, I did myself a real solid Saturday morning. I was at a touch carnival out at Ormiston College. And I thought to myself, I've got a big day ahead of me. Uh, I was going to be boarding the Oasis, which is a new boat uh, on the Brisbane River. Oh, not boarding Noel Gallagher. (laughs) Not the Gallagher Brothers. Not not that Oasis. Is this just one of these party boats? Yeah, a new party boat that's uh, set sail a couple of months ago. And uh, a friend of mine was hosting an event on there, um, you know, just for a big group of women. It was a beautiful day, Saturday. Yeah, I thought by the time I leave touch, I go home, quickly get dressed. I'm getting picked up go in, get on the boat. I'm not going to eat for the next eight hours. Mm. So I'm going to fuel up now. I asked the lady at the tuck shop at the canteen. They were doing like hamburgers, bacon and egg burgers. I said, can I get a hamburger and a bacon and egg burger and just combine them and do a works burger? Can you put the bacon and egg on the burger? And she was like, I've never done that before. I said, I've got a good solid six hours of drinking. But what misses out there is the top and the bottom of one burger has got to miss out. 
Yeah. No, no, so no, all I you're doing is putting bacon. Ditch the bread. Yeah. Just put the bacon and the egg onto my hamburger with the lot because I've Jesus. got a big day of drinking ahead she'd of me. She'd never heard of a works burger. She's never. <laughs> Where has she been? Pineapple. <laughs> beetroot. Beetroot. Uh, gotta beetroot. Be. Gotta go. Beetroot. Pineapple. Yeah. That's a anyway, it was no. delicious. Oh, good. Uh, and then I No thought- food on the boat. Yeah, like nibbly stuff, yeah, Marto, yeah, but, you know, food. I was too busy, you know, consuming all of the margaritas that the food became, you know, not even a, a, a concept in my mind. Yeah, I was I just drinking and dancing, cheap. having a great time, thinking, you know what, we've only got four hours to tuck in, we better do this. I've um, seen mothers of four children before. They carry on spectacularly when they're out of the way from their children. Well, we carried on, and we had a great time. However, this is a word of warning to any young girls out there yes. who think they've got the stamina because they don't, because you know where I ended up? Holding up some poor girl's hair in the garden as we got off the boat because we know boat, you know, day drinking on a boat never ends well, particularly if you haven't jammed a works burger in your gob at 8 a.m. that this morning. Is timely advice because it's coming up, of course, to the Melbourne Cup, uh, the Spring Racing Carnival. Yes. Then we'll have Christmas parties. Yes. If you haven't got your piss Work fitness parties. up to uh, levels, acceptable levels, you're going to find yourself Must with your be hair being held better up. because the only person that you disadvantage is yourself because yeah. you miss out and you, you can't like remember. You look like an idiot with your legs Where'd spreading. Where did come from? Your mm. shoes missing and your dress mm. up around your oh. waist and your hair a mess and you vomit mm. on your mouth. Mm. Come on, get it together, girls. Yeah. Must do better. It's yeah. easy to remember when you're going out on the job, yeah. have a works burger. Just working <laughs> and job. Get the yeah. works burger in and then really go to work on yourself. Simple formula. Then, Simple oh. formula. Yeah. And then, then the, the boyfriend had to come and pick her up uh, and the girlfriends where, were disappointed. Oh, Jesus. And the oh. children had to see their mother on social media. No? <laughs> no, she was, she was young. young. She was okay. like 18 or 19. Well, she shouldn't have Poor children. Darling. Isn't the works burger coming up the other way? An impressive oh. sight, though. There's oh. the pineapple. Here comes the beetroot. I went on the Here's boat to egg. drink and get away from my kids. I ended up mothering this poor girl anyway. <laughs> it's Triple M. All right, everything on any of those postcode um, Facebook pages, one of the most often asked questions, what was that helicopter doing yesterday? It's always pole air, and I'm never part of it. I Finally, yesterday... I could hear the chopper uh, doing circles around our area, and um, the bad side of Clayfield. <laughs> well, we're near the. I live near the race course there. At, what do you call that? Ascot or Hamilton? Whatever. He's not east of Nudgee Road anymore. No I want to be very clear. I'm a dirty renter. Okay, He's, you're in the budget side of Ascot. That's right. I'm not on the hills. <laughs> but so the pole is all going. Jesus. Well, I know some badasses have visited our suburb. This is oh, excellent. No, I thought I'm going to hear some car chasers and all sorts of things, but no. The helicopter started talking to us. It they've got a they must have a mega speaker. One triple three five three. Pole air. I've never been affected by it. But uh, what's your best Are story? You sure, had you been? What were they saying? Were you hallucinating? Hello, Mister Martin. No, no, no. Hello, they Marto. weren't just talking to me. They were talking to the suburb. They were doing like a lap, probably four hundred meters one way, six hundred. You know, sorry, a, a square kilometer sort of um, circle. Okay, and it went along the lines of. We are presently looking for a small African child, oh. possibly carrying a green woolies bag. A lost child. I didn't realise, I thought there was a fate on somewhere. You know, you get loudspeakers in the distance. I thought, now that's that. But then the helicopter, I didn't relate the two. Did you know they had a speaker underneath them? I didn't know they had a speaker. I do know that they can call you, though, Marto, because a friend of ours, um, their son was driving up the M1 and may have been changing lanes 
possibly too many times consecutively. And um, they picked up the license plate number and then rang the number associated to that and said, are you driving up the M1? And he said, no, my son is. And they said, well, your son's driving. Erratically. Erratically They thought the car was stolen. They thought the car was stolen. They said, no, that's my son. Your son has the... The need for speed. <laughs> well, hold on. one three poll air stories because eventually this thing kept going round and round telling us about the little African. Did you get found? To... Yes. Then they did a lap to tell everyone, thank you for your help. The child has, oh, been, the child's located. been located. Apparently, then I checked our little Facebook. It's amazing. Around our area. Everyone was out on the streets. I was just watching the helicopter <laughs> go round and round. I wasn't helping with anything. But. Jeez, you wouldn't want to abuse that if you're a cop, would you? Guys, I yeah. don't mean to put hey, you on you. notice. I've lost a contact lens. Could everyone get down on their hands I mean, and knees? Surprisingly, surprisingly, even though I live in Logan, I've mm. never had a pole air it's interaction. It's a real ascot thing. It's a real ascot yeah, thing, they're trouble isn't makers it? over there. <laughs> At the race course. <laughs> Sarah, you've heard it as well, have you? Yeah, I certainly have. It was um, winter just gone. We were all out the back by the fire in the backyard and Polly came over saying that they were looking for an elder gentleman um, who had dementia and had gone missing from home and um, it was circling around for like oh, an easy an hour asking everyone to please look in their carports, near their car, in behind yeah. their sheds, um, yeah looking for this elder gentleman that had gone missing and they found him like two hours later went over again to say thank you for the community, yeah, right, the gentleman's eh? now found safe. Not offering a reward or anything, so I wonder. No. Well, I'll just drop some coins out of the side of the helicopter if you find him. <laughs> Look out below. But what about? Like, are they just going around? Just hey, you two. That would be the freaky thing if they see two young blokes doing something wrong. Hey, you two. Stop it. That, hey. But that could be hey. a good job for Marto. You know, Marto oh, just in the pole air with the needed. megaphone. You know, just going, "Oi, you two, <laughs> you losers." I think I can maybe make that happen yeah. live what? on air. Oh, ready? I can I'm manufacturing a sketch. Marto live. just flying Here over New Farm Park. Oi, you what two. You, no, what Marta, are you doing? Oh no, it's the Marto helicopter. <laughs> F- off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Because I am the rum lord. <laughs> you shouldn't be piloting the helicopter after those runs, Marta. 104.5, Triple M, Marto, Margo and Dan with you. It's hard to avoid talking about what's going on in Israel and Palestine right now. Terrible vision coming out of there. Well, we don't do a lot with it because we awful. try to it's keep sad. it light and, it's light and bright, but yeah. you can't ignore it any longer. That's right. So we, we thought we'd head over there. Seven News US Bureau Chief David Woywad is joining us now. David, where are you in the world right now, though, as we come to you? Um, yeah, morning, guys. Morning, guys. Um, I'm in Tel Aviv at the moment, um, and we've spent much of today down towards that Gaza border where a lot of that trouble is, uh, as you say, very hard to ignore now. Okay, so they've had the troops amassed along the border of Gaza, between Israel and Gaza. The Israelis have had them ready to go. No ground offensive as yet. What are they waiting for, do we know? Uh, we don't know precisely. They kept their cars very close to their chest. But as you say, they've massed uh, thousands and thousands of troops down there. All this military might and machinery is now parked along that border, right along that border. Uh, they keep on pounding, uh, particularly northern Gaza, from the air as well. We've seen daily air raids and airstrikes there. In fact, uh, Israel has said that they will be stepping that up as well. But still no real timeline. So, uh, what, it's been two weeks now, just over. So we are waiting. They certainly 
aren't giving any hint that they're actually shying away from this. There has been that growing chorus of international, you know, calls for restraint now. Perhaps uh, enough is enough. We've seen those awful scenes in particularly southern Gaza. But at the moment, Israel is saying that it will still push ahead. It's scary when America gets involved, David, as well. You know, obviously the news over-sensationalizes things, but I did see a story on the weekend that if the U.S. supporting Israel as much as they are, and then Iran gets behind Palestine, this war could really escalate to a level that we haven't seen in many, many decades. What are the U.S. doing now? We know that they have an aircraft carrier sort of parked in the Mediterranean there. Are they gesturing that they're going to get more involved? Right, so they've got that aircraft carrier. There is another one on its way. In fact, it should be there pretty shortly. Uh, so they've got two of their most powerful naval ships that includes all of that aircraft that comes with it as well. It will be parked just off the coast of Gaza in the Mediterranean there. They have said at this point that it's just there as a deterrent. They don't want to get involved. Joe Biden doesn't want to get involved. He's made that abundantly clear. He doesn't want American boots on the ground there. But... Uh, at the same time, he's had to really uh, have this show of force to deter other actors, as you say, from now getting involved in this conflict. We know that Hamas is backed uh, by Iran. Uh, that is abundantly clear. That is a stated fact. We know that they're also uh, backing Hezbollah to the north in Lebanon as well. And we've seen more skirmishes and more air raids from the Israeli military trying to uh, really defend that northern border as well. So Iran appears to be itching for a fight right now. The United States is really seriously urging them to, to back off. And now we are really just in this waiting pattern. I don't think it matters which side of religious, uh, you know, religion you stand on or which side of politics you stand on. Too many lives are being lost. Where do we see this ending, David? Does it end and how does it end? Well, <laughs> that is the question, isn't it? I mean, how does it end? It's been going on. Uh, for so many years now, for so many years, this is the latest chapter in this sorry, sorry saga where uh, this region has just been gripped by crisis and conflict now for so long. So how does it end? Uh, I don't know how this ends. Certainly the President Joe Biden doesn't know how it ends. The uh, Israelis don't really know how it ends. They have said that they have a right to defend themselves. That right to defend themselves has been backed up by the world strongest military as well. So it is happening right now. Uh, but in amongst, in amongst all of this, of course, we've got these awful scenes inside, particularly southern Gaza. And guys, there's now uh, confirmed to be 77 Australians in there. We, in fact, spoke to a young boy yesterday uh, from Melbourne. Uh, he was 12 years old. He's there with his family. He's got his Australian passport, and they are waiting at that southern gate, which remains shut right now, in fact. Uh, just the first little trickle of aid has been flowing in over the past 24 hours now. A little bit more has come through the season here at local time, but certainly no one is being allowed out, uh, even if you do have that foreign passport. It is a desperate situation. Oh, terrible. Good luck to you, Dave. Thanks for your time, mate. David Woywad there, 7 News US Bureau Chief on Triple M. Uh, what I did want to talk about was... Uh the Dolphins and Redcliffe Peninsula. There's a bit of a revolution going on. Yeah, put your fins up. I know we have a commercial obligation during the season, but um, there's been started 
with you. You know, in that barn door you built. No, you, you know that. the little Renault you're doing at your place. And oh, yeah. Felice Carfusi turns yes. up as an apprentice carpenter. Yes. All right, this it's gaining momentum because it came to my attention on Thursday or Friday last week. Branko Lee played number three for most of the yeah. season. Uh, he's been released. His contract's finished. Oh. He's working as a concreter. Oh. Um, now, this used to be the way with rugby league before they were full-time professionals is that most rugby league players were tradesmen. Had a job. Mm-hmm. Corey used to paint gas bottles for L-Gas. He used to work for my mate Reese. Yeah. When he was 18, 19. Yeah, yeah. that's right. All right. So what's happened here is it's quite clear to me that Redcliffe have gone... And thank you to Wayne Bennett, the super coach, who will actually be the foreman and the head contractor for Dolphin Homes. Oh, I believe Jesus. they're going to start <laughs> Dolphin Homes helping to solve the Peninsula's housing crisis. Can you imagine? And this is what teamwork's about because you imagine all the all the uh, guys and girls going to building sites now. It's a team effort, Margot. It's not just an individual sort of thing. And who understands teams? Coach Bennett, Bennett. better than anyone. So if he's the actual Bennett Constructions will be contracting directly to Dolphin Homes and then you get like, well, Hammer so, the Hammer, What's he? of course he's a carpenter. Yeah. Get Milford, he'd be up on the roof, Milford roofing. You get, well, every so site they needs can, a milf to wolf whistle at. That's right. But they can all be subcontractors like the Bromwich Brothers. You can't tell me the truck pulls up, CSR truck pulls up with all the plasterboard, the two Bromwiches head out and just get sheet after sheet after yeah. sheet. They lay it, then they finish it. And then you've got Tommy Gilbert. He'd probably be doing the plumbing. Uh, Flegler just distributing uh, next year bananas on site. Landscaping. Landscaping. Landscaping, yeah. Flegler. The farmer. Who's the flashiest dolphin? Because they'd probably be the estate, real estate agent. Jermaine Asako. Oh, yeah. He'd be working out in a, a little, suit. Yeah. He'd, he'd have a little <laughs> side office. And, oh, here's what the bathrooms will look like when Dolphin Homes finishes your new home. I can't see it getting off the ground, Marta. Why not? Well, you know what, what? the construction industry is like at the moment with delays and costs. Yeah. It's taken Felice Cafusi eight years to do an apprenticeship okay. one well, day at a time. That's, that's not lazy. That shows me an attention to detail that a lot of other companies, is he really in his eight years? Eight years. So eight what, years get in now okay. if you want your dolphin and home for 2045. You're a brand new dolphin home by 2045. Jeez, I hope they got some sunblock for Herbie mm. Farnworth next year. The oh, pommy. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's no. in a band on the roof. This ozone layer. Breakfasts. Sealed section. Oh, what are but we doing? I also feel that this lends into the mums oh. who might be driving those kids to the car because I want to do a bit of a temperature check. Um, is it just my husband or is it your husband as well? Because I don't know if this is a Ma- me Ma- problem. Ma- husbands, no, so. not your husband's. Yep. You might be part of this problem that I'm currently facing. And look, I'm not complaining because I, I'm very flattered at the concept of it. However, when my husband creeps around the house, I feel like this music should be playing behind him. Because any time I get out of the shower, any time I go to get change, he's just kind of like lurking, you know, like just waiting for any chance that he can to just grab me somewhere whilst I'm half clothed. Well, that's on you for not servicing him enough. That's on you, the poor guy. He's getting plenty of service. Don't you worry, Daniel. Not enough. He's just a bloody hornbag, I think. Uh, The problem is, is... Have you noticed... Since the rugby league season finished, he maybe got a bit more. He's spare got more time, time on his hands. hands. Well, I said to him the other morning as I literally woke up and wiped the sleep out of my eyes, um, my uh, ankle, which I tore the ligament in four weeks ago, is still 
not a hundred percent. And I said to him, "Oh, geez, my he wasn't ankles dry a bit humping your ankle, no, was he?" I said, "It's a little bit stiff." Is can you rub some? <laughs> hey, give me that moon boot can back. You, Get <laughs> off it. My ankles a bit. <laughs> stop it. My ankles a bit stiff. Can you rub some physio cream into yeah, it? And he just simply said, oh, "I've got something stiff. You can rub some cream uh, into." Again, oh, that's on you. You said stiff. You let him ride into not it. Fault. You're lucky and you then, didn't say throbbing. Um, and then, okay. like, and a day or two later, we're, we're saying goodbye to each other at the front door because yeah. he, he leaves the same time as me to go to the gym down the road. So we have a kiss, and I say, "Oh, what are you doing today?" And he goes, you. "Hopefully you." Of course. Oh my god. I'm like, "Come on, man. You need a let bucket up, of water. Let up." <laughs> just and then throw on a Friday, Mardo, ice bath. Friday, oh, he's just sent me a message, plenty of service with a... Oh, a, no. A, oh, morning, Corey. Um, he sent me a message on Friday when we're doing the Brisbane Book of Records, right? Yeah, Trying to do work. He says to me, hang on, let me find it, let me find it, talk amongst yourselves. Oh, yeah, so many yeah. messages between us. Listen, you, you do that. I, I do know one of Kath's sisters, and she's yeah. got five, so track them down. Um <laughs> She used to have trouble with a hornbag husband. Oh, here we go. He used to come home at lunchtime. Could be a good record a, for you to break, babe. How yeah. about you put 37 pairs of knickers on so I can get them off? Ha ha. Oh, is that the underpant record? <laughs> what, male underwear? <laughs> Corey, that's a strange little kinky <laughs> right. But I want to, like, is it just my husband? Because I see a lot of reels at the moment on Instagram about, you know, like women laying in bed just scrolling through their phone until their husbands fall asleep so they don't have to, you know. That's like, my wife. Yeah. yeah. It's called testosterone, I think. And then you finally put the phone down, right? Roll over, turn the light off, and then they are just like waiting, like little meerkats ready to pounce. And mm. not just like, oh, well, God. you're welcome. The success of humankind, there's eight billion of us, that is down. Yeah. To I us. mean, I'm not complaining because, you know, I love that he still wants it um, from me um, after 20 years. But one, two, three, five, three. Is it just my husband? Like, is my husband the mm. only husband in the world? Or is, is it a man thing? Is it all men? Is it men who play sport, who have high testosterone? Marto, are you, do you pester Kath a lot? Not not now. No. Not my, now. My days are gone. We did have that conversation the other day. Like, at what age do you lose it? Use it or you lose it. Isn't it something like that? Are you okay, mate? Mm. But Al Pacino's still no, having no, no, babies. No. He's 80. It's not about me. It's about virtually, is your, do you have a husband who's I a think, horny dog? Yeah, yeah, I think women out there, I need <laughs> I need some support. I need some backup. Help me. Is it just my husband or is it your husband too? Uh, have you coined the nickname yet for this? You've heard of Morning Glory. Morning Glory. I don't know what to do, mate. Every Maybe morning's a, a good morning. Chastity belt or something. Hide the key. All right, one triple three five three. You're putting up with this in your household. He's wasting an empty house, aren't the kids at school now? <laughs> Angus in Greenbank. Are you Angus. a reptile? Are you displaying this type of behaviour as well? I would have to say I'd be a walking blue diamond. Okay, but a man that eats roast at home doesn't go out for a toasted sandwich. Well, I He's, don't understand walking oh, blue like diamond. That. What's that refer to? Oh, just use Urban Dictionary. Right, eh? He's getting it somewhere, isn't he, Angus? Is that what you're saying? So it's good that he's coming home. Yeah, well, yeah. you might as well eat at home. You might get your appetite out and about, okay, but right. eat at home. Just okay. careful, careful. You know, it's cost of living thing, isn't it? It is. Like, look at it, you know? Your mum always said, you got food at home. Yeah, uh, eat it. It's the same. There's food anyone, in the fridge. Anyone got the blue diamond thing for me yet? Oh, I'm looking. Can, no, don't Talks know. amongst yourselves. No blue waffle. Angus, blue diamond? The Viagra. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, blue waffle something. You reckon else. he's doing that? Don't look up blue waffle. Who's doing the blue diamond? The blue diamond. Corey, is he just taking no. care of blue diamonds? No, he's not. What's he oh, on the right. nasal delivery? Could you What's imagine? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs>